Hey friends, you're listening to Go Home Bob or You're Drunk, an irreverent media podcast. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Hey everybody, you're listening to Go Home Bible, You're Drunk, the podcast where we dust off our Bibles and pull out our denominational handbooks and all the fun little worksheets and sermon notes that we took and we see what's there. And uh, sometimes we're surprised, sometimes sometimes we're even inspired, and sometimes we most of the time we laugh. Uh, and that's, that's fair. Uh, my name is Justin. I was a former pastor, former millionaire in heaven, as they say. <laughs> Heavenly millionaire. I have never heard Earthly this pauper. Um, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> as you can hear, I'm joined by a co-host. <laughs> did you even say I your did. name? It's true. Oh, my I did. God. I just, I just completely <laughs> blanked it out after that. I did, because my brain was just like, what the Fuck is up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Tori. I'm former fundy, evangelical, all of the things, um, all the volunteer things, professional volunteer, I think. We we somebody used that term. I think it was Justin recently. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. And that wasn't good. And I like tried to get out and I didn't really know how. So I went back in for like another five years. And I regret that a lot. So that's why I'm doing this podcast is hopefully people can can get out. Yes, get out. Of evangelicalism yeah. before they steal your brain mm-hmm. and put it in a put it in put the ark encounter. The brain of an old, no, put it put the brain of an old white dude inside of your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the ark encounter. I have I have met those people that are like, you're younger than me, but somehow you're still a baby boomer. Like Mm -hmm. i bet there's way more of those in ohio than there are in oregon fair i don't know you you've got some (laughs) you get out of portland out into the oh no i know but i think that i I feel like people here are more like weird libertarian than like baby boomer Mm, fair like we have a we have like a white hot libertarian streak in this state (laughs) but uh yeah it's 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 millennial libertarians which are very similar to boomers on many many mm-hmm. issues weirdly but that's uh we've got a lot i, of that. I did a stint sure. as a libertarian in my 20s I, did- I mean i think that we all did mm-hmm. until i realized that like <laughs> unlike unlike with conservatives libertarians are like oh yeah we get to use the n-word <laughs> 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 i was like 
So it lasted about two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, cool. here's I'm my out. impassioned manifesto as to why I, as a white man, should be able to use the N word. Right. Without being, without there being any social consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you can use it. There was, I forget, there was an actor that I think there was some white guy that was going off about how he should be able to say it. And I, there was a, a black actor. I forget his name. He says, go ahead. It was like on the news. Like it was hilarious. He was like, go ahead, say it. I'll say it with you. Go. <laughs> and the guy couldn't do it. And it's like, there you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you want to keep your health insurance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, you don't have to. It's yeah. fine with me. I'll say it with you. You can, you can throw <laughs> all all that shit away. <laughs> and rightly so. So, I yeah. So, some people, they seem like parodies, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the weird libertarians on the internet and this and that. But I think with the way, particularly the Republican Party, even sometimes, though, people on the left as well, like... We, they can act a certain way, and but the parody now and the satire now is starting to become a little too close to reality that it's mm-hmm. hard to tell what the joke accounts are. Like, and I th- well, like, there's 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 like a youth pastor account. I don't know what it's called, like relevant youth pastor or whatever. I think it is a parody account, but I can't tell. Like, like I, I I'm like, oh, no. like I can't oh, actually no. tell. And so. There was another one that came up this week. I don't... Should I say the guy's name? I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. He has like a couple hundred followers. So I think... I think it's... You know, we don't have to send people... But he he was making the rounds. I'll say some of his tweets, though. Just because... I mean, they're hilarious, but they're also like... Don't do this. Yeah. Don't don't do this. This is actually making me think, though, like about all of James Dobson's books where he was kind of, it was in a way he was kind of like tweeting into the void and like mm-hmm. hoping it resonated. But it was this level of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just people took him seriously. Yeah. And and the thing is, though, like he like in the bio of this guy's parody account, he has like a podcast that doesn't exist. He has a book that doesn't exist like i mean it looks very much like a general white dude patriarchy like his face on his profile looks like it's looks super looks like it's ar generated you know but it's like if you're just like running across this tweet it's 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 weird so like this is the tweet this is my wife and i removed all clocks from our home i have one watch that i wear so i can continue to tell time she can ask me the time whenever but it grows her reliance on me as the head and the husband to keep her and the family in order. Like, this is dumb. This is a dumb thing to say. But but it's also like just uh, like it got people mad because <laughs> they were like, this this motherfucker, you know, it's like, no, it's not. I don't think it's possible. No. I just I, if you have a computer, if you have a tablet, if your wife has a phone, uh, if your wife, if your phone is around where your wife can see it, if you have a landline and you can like dial some local number to find mm-hmm. out what time it is, like there's a phone in your microwave and in your car yeah. and in your oven. And like, you did not do this. Yes. So, and, but he's- I mean, I get like having a snarky comeback to that for sure. Like that would, I would, I would enjoy making a snarky Yeah. But he's like, even in the it, comments, it didn't happen. like defending it, you know, so it's like. 
this is obviously satire. This is obviously fake. I mean, he has right. other ones that are like just. So your wife doesn't get to go to, you know, her women's Bible study on Monday mornings because you're at work and she doesn't know what time yeah. it is. Like, get yeah. fucked. That is not that is not what you did. Or, you know. <laughs> she has to call you and be like, hey, is it time for me to leave? Yeah. Yet? Can I leave now? Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. You know, husbands, if you like to participate in household duties, you are masquerading as your wife. Take heed lest you fall into covert transsexualism. Okay, well, that's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> we are given headship and governance as men by God. You know, it's it's just regurgitating this nonsense, but it's like this. There's several other ones that have popped up that I'm like, the satire, it's like, it's almost not funny anymore, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah. come on, man, don't, just don't. Like, because mm-hmm. what it's doing is it's actually like, I feel like good satire makes makes those of us that have been harmed by the person you're imitating laugh. Mm -hmm. Whereas this kind of satire, like is kind of triggering because we're like, this is this, is this person serious? Like, is this like, you know, because it's too close to home and then that's, that's too close to home. And also like, because this person um, is in the comments defending it kind of like making fun of people for making fun of it it's also like you're really committing to this bit here like yes. are you gonna start this podcast and like this like how 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 detailed is this performance are gonna come you know right exactly all these all these books that you're gonna write and i don't know i, I ended up blocking the dude and other satire ones that are just feel like you're having too much fun triggering the wrong people you know mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, friend of the pod, Mason Manga, he does satire and stuff, and he'll speak as, like, John Piper and things like that. But we all know, like, we're in on the joke. And right. so we laugh at right. it. But when it's like, you're not in yeah. on the joke, and the person is still making fun of you, it's like, no, this is just not, it's not cool. I don't like this. Yeah, it's not how it works. It's not how it's supposed to work, at least. I feel like it's mainly just giving really bad ideas to people who have bought into this yes narrative which is you know i get like I, I can i you know i can appreciate the like the funny parts of it the ostensibly funny parts but also you know to, to me as you know somebody who was i guess like raised in a space where it was like oh every every kind of awful harsh idea that i can come up with to make people's lives miserable uh, un, like and claim that it's because of the Bible is like, I'm just, I'm always going to look for those things to try to implement those things. Right. So, you know, from my perspective, somebody (laughs) coming in and being like, Oh, Hey, let me create all of these nonsense rules and then try to tie it to like biblical manhood. It's just like, no, the, the reason for me that it's like not actually funny is because I, was raised in that kind of situation, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like trying to come up with creative ways to make life miserable for the people you live with, I think is really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And there was that like alpha male guy a few months ago that was like, he was the one that was like, you know, basically it's gay to go out for tapas with your wife, you know, real, real alphas <laughs> go to Hooters for with wings. 
with the boys or whatever. It's like, and then, you know, like, then like we're all like having that general reaction of like, it's gay to date your wife. Like, you know, yeah. but it's like, this. Yeah. no, you can't be serious. Like, are you like, it's when I'm like, are you serious? Like, cause we've done enough right. of that. Like we went through four years of Donald Trump where every day we're like, is this the real news? Right. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's just like, I don't know, like satire sites. I mean, the onion has to like tread a real fine line now. <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. And like, frankly, they do a good job of it. I told my sister this cause she's a comedian mm-hmm. in LA, but she was like, share your, she's like, share your unpopular comedy opinions. And I was like, cancel culture has made comedians step the fuck up. And like, even these, even these like problematic fuckwads. Mm-hmm can put together a joke that like just like so perfectly kind of rides that line where it's not offensive. You're not punching down, but it's still funny. It's still, you know, you're still talking about like whatever it was that you were talking about, but it's like in a ha ha ha, we all do this way. Not a ha ha ha. Like you're, you're, you're dumb. Cause you're a girl or mm-hmm. you're like, you're dumb. Cause you're black or whatever. Um, you know, even, even, even people that I'm just like, I know, I know you're a bad, like, I know for a fact you're a bad person, but like, you had to step up your game in comedy because you weren't allowed to just do the lazy shit anymore mm-hmm. of like, oh, just kidding. You know, I, I can, I, I can say the N word because, you know, it, the point of comedy is to be provocative and edgy. It's like, mm, but you're not being provocative and edgy. You're being dumb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so I think that I think that it's definitely worth noting that a lot of the critique, this makes me wonder, like on a larger scale, culturally, like the critique of this bullshit of these like parody accounts that are still punching in the wrong direction, still punching down. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Wondering, like, I mean, I assume that there's going to be less and less of an appetite for that, you know, which again, it's like it's it's not 2012. Yeah. <laughs> um. But maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like when you, and there's obviously the people who are just doing it for like the outrage retweets, which this guy might be, you know, and like not have any emotional investment in it whatsoever. Obviously, there's a ton of those accounts too. But yeah, it's, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really, yeah, when, when it starts to punch, when it's, when your parody is aspiring to be a terrible person for fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, I'm yeah. not into it. So I don't know. I just, my, I think as we, especially, you know, going into this fun time of, you know, a new election cycle, we just had a, I, I hesitate to call it a debate, a Republican stage show. Um, nice. We had the Republican stage show and, and it's all going to become a stage show and there's going to be more jokes and more weirdness. I, I think it's just important to, I don't know, stay sharp and, and not like, and protect your peace. And I don't know. And if you're thinking about starting a parody account, punch up. Yes. You know, like punch up, like, you know, anyone can make an account saying terrible things about any, any dude can make a dude Twitter account saying terrible things about women. Like the jokes aren't, they write themselves and they're not funny, you know, like, or 
you know, Dave Chappelle, like, oh, you did another trans joke. Good job. Like, great. So funny. So edgy. Right. You punched down at trans people. Great. You know, like, I don't know, just (laughs) the people that historically never get punched down Mm -hmm. at. Yeah. You you found a target (laughs) no one else has thought of. Oh, wow. Right. You're so incisive. You know, Uh or like Whitney Cummings defending that bullshit. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. What did did she say? God, I have to find this tweet. Like, but yeah. I wish like uh, it's our job to be irreverent and dangerous to question authority and take you through a spooky mental haunted house. Like that's not what bullying trans people is though. Like, sure. Maybe that is your job. You're not doing it. Yep. (laughs) Like you don't get, you actually don't get to decide like what that is. You don't get to tell to, to quote the, uh, late louis ck you don't if someone tells you you hurt them you don't get to tell them that you didn't yep that's not something you get to do and also like comedians get to do that only after they've earned a laugh like you know what i mean truly truly i mean there's some great comedians that have like incredible points in their material where Mm -hmm. like you're laughing and then you're crying and then you're thinking great but you have to be funny first. Right. Like, yeah. You know, just get to say, like, I'm a comedian. N-word. Like, uh, no. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Like, I know. You oh gotta earn gosh. that shit. But I mean, I, th- I like I think that it's I think it's good. Like, I don't I don't hear a t- you know, 15, 15 years ago, like everybody thought rape jokes were funny mm-hmm. and that's not really a thing people do anymore. So like, hopefully people will get whatever the fuck they think parody is. Like, again, we talk about this almost every week, but it's like, just, just the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Just the bare minimum. Bare minimum. All right. Be good. Be funny. Don't do these weird parody things. All right, let's uh, take a little break for capitalism, and then we're going to talk about the creation story, and then we're going to talk about the other creation story. And then I'm going to go worship my golden mm-hmm. idol that I bought from all the ads. Mm-hmm. That I got for sure. All right, we'll see you. First Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth, and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast, we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change. It's a podcast about seeking moral high ground. And it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know. Hey, y'all. Thanks for putting up with a little bit of capitalism with us, for us, for reasons. I don't know. If you would like to avoid some of that nonsense that you get in between in the middle of every episode, in the middle, at the end, whatever the situation is, you can do that by supporting the show. You can just go to uh, patreon.com slash go home Bible and sign up for and any amount you want, starting at like a dollar a week. So a little less than a dollar an episode. And you can come and check out our Discord, hang out. You can get at the Youth Pastor tier. 
your own Bible verse that is given to you by God from us forever or until you choose to get rid of it. But yeah, you should come uh, join our little community and hang out. There are a lot of really incredible people who are um, in our, in our discord group slash fan club. As Justin said, many of them are amazing cooks. Also, many of them have the cutest little fur babies in the world and real babies. Let's be honest. So yeah, that's just patreon.com slash go home Bible. We would really super appreciate any support you could give us and whether you can do that or not, if you would take 60 seconds and go and write out a review, if you like the show, that also super, super helpful because um, it lets people know what you appreciate about the show. I said this before. I don't know why I read podcast reviews. <laughs> just maybe it's like morbid curiosity but you know i want to people are really good at kind of sussing out like what is valuable to them Mm. so if you don't have a couple of extra bucks every month no big deal stars are free they come in packs of five you don't have to break them up it's fine we don't want your used stars five or die uh but yeah if you have the time slash energy slash executive function (laughs) since I swear half of the people that listen to the show have ADHD. Yeah. Writing out a review actually means a lot. And we get, we get like really kind reviews from people, which we very, very much appreciate. So yeah. Such a delight to read the reviews. Like seriously. Truly. If you just want to make our day. (laughs) Like, which you do, if you're listening to this part and not fast forwarding, you do want to make our day. For sure. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yay. Alrighty. All right. So what are we doing? We're doing we're doing drinking games. I've got my peach kombucha yeah, lined up. I think we're doing conundrums. We're gonna do an, what should we're we gonna, doing? We're gonna start with a conundrum for y'all. All right. So All right. we're gonna talk about two creation stories. And you don't have to answer the conundrum now. I mean, but if you wanted to, you could, you know, either on Twitter, you can tweet us at Go Home Bible. You can send us an email, gohomebible at gmail.com. You can say it in Discord. We actually have a channel just for the conundrum. So just for the debating of the conundrum. So here's the conundrum. We're going to have two creation stories. If you have to pick one to be the one that's true, and the other one is like forgotten, like forgotten forever, like this, this is the one true one. And you can't pick like whatever one gets me the most high. I swear half these are just like, well, if I got high, I'd be fine. No, like this one's you can't you can't pick that option. I mean, in this particular case, I don't think you'd need to. No. I think that I think that it would be a real mindfuck either direction. So I guess I guess here's my here's what I'm here's my initial thought, which is going to skew the data. So if you don't want to be unduly influenced, fast forward. Double I'm going to pick Genesis one to be the true one. Because it's just creating men and women. There's not like an implied hierarchy here. Whereas Mm -hmm. in the second story, it's like just man first. And then woman is made out of man. And, you know, she's essentially owned by him because he names her. And like none of that stuff is in Genesis chapter one. So if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick seven day creation. God creates men and women on the 
day and there to rule and have dominion over the earth on the sixth on the sixth and that's really all that's said about it yeah that makes sense that's gonna be my initial choice i i mean i like the second one but you already know this i like the second one because eve is trans fair that's why i like the second one (laughs) that's the only reason I'm like, yeah, I guess maybe like you could you could read you can read a hierarchy into it for sure, but they're made out of the same stuff. Mhm. Like like the exact same physical mm-hmm. material. They're made out of the same or stuff. Or possibly like um, Adam was born, created intersex and had all the and, parts. And had yeah, everyone all the parts were in Adam and then they were taken out of him and made into Eve. I suppose after they did all the weird stuff with the animals. Yeah, after he tried and failed with all the animals. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, in fairness to Adam, and this is probably the only time I'll give this a pass. God said he could do it. True. So, <laughs> you know, he was commanded to to find a suitable helper. Could have gone with a snake, man. That would actually would have would have solved a lot of problems if Adam would have just been content <laughs> with a snake. Just, he, I, yeah, Adam being like, you know what? I, I'm good. Actually, this is fine. Why mm-hmm. don't you, why don't you go do whatever, you know, go, go get a pack of cigarettes. I'm good here. I got here. this, dad. <laughs> Me and my snake. We're pals. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's why I, I mean, I completely agree with the hierarchy part, but I do like the part that like Adam and Eve are genetically identical. Mm-hmm. Just like mirror universes of each other. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you've given me a lot to think about. I'm going to stand by my answer, but no, you should. I think that that's probably the better answer. (laughs) I like that we had a different answer, though. I just, yeah, I'm just like, hmm, representation. I love this. I'm I'm into this. So, yay! All right, so um, I think for a drinking game, just I don't know. It becomes the more you look at these, the more obvious it is that they are two. And I just feel like so much of human history would be better if if we just admitted if we just admitted ourselves. that this is not literal. If we would just do that, you know. So I think every time you're like, just think about, holy fuck, life would just be better if we had just been okay with this being a metaphor. You just take a drink. Life would be so much better, but I don't know. I mean, I we had to we had we had like certain chapters of the bible that we had to memorize and and bible verses obviously because of course so which you know if you think about it if you make your kids like quote the bible every day Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really weird that like most of them grow up and have no real interest in going to church i don't i don't know why that would be seems strange to me yeah but obviously Genesis 1-1 was one of the ones that we, like, that was, like, the kind of kindergarten verse. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I think that my, I think in our theology growing up, like, the Bible was magic, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, reading the Bible out loud was a spell that was supposed to, like, keep you safe from mm-hmm. harm and keep you from smoking and having sex and doing drugs and like all of the things yeah (laughs) like it it was that's how it was used and that's i think that that's kind of important and so they can't 
I think because of that, because they you because you know you can't fuck up the spell. Like everybody knows this, mm-hmm. right? You've got to do it exact, or it doesn't. The magic doesn't work. That's like witchcraft 101 so i think that that is probably why it was like oh no this is all literal and it's like no it's it's adam it's adam and eve no i mean it's adam and lilith no it's that's not real they just told the same story story twice except no they didn't it's different this time and god already made people and then there's no people again Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very strange, but like any good spell, I would argue, it's not supposed to make sense. Like, why do I need like a mouse's foot and a raven's feather and like a drop of like blood from an infant goat? Like, what are we doing here? But I don't, it's not supposed to make sense, mm-hmm. I think. It's, it's the humor, um, so, Tori. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And so. Rosemary represents is- fire. Why the fuck? I don't know. Someone said so. <laughs> Somebody said it. This is how you do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think about it. Don't question it. Because again, if you question it, then it's not going to work. So yeah, I think that that was for us growing up the real reason that it, we couldn't even like we weren't even we didn't even like have these conversations, right? Of like, why are there two creation stories? Like, it doesn't matter. It's all one. It's to test your it's faith, just, just us- like God put the dinosaur bones in the ground. God made contradictions in the scriptures to test your faith. Just, but they're not contradictions mm. though, because none of the Bible contradicts itself very, very clearly. Yeah. Answers in Genesis. I was looking at their website and basically their, oh, yes. their, their solution is just to translate it differently. And it makes sense. Wait, wait, wait. If you, tra- if, if you translate, if you, if you translate, translate the it? tenses differently, it makes sense. But it's like, well, but, then so do that yeah like also also an option if you make it if you make the words different it makes sense tori that can happen i hear i've 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 heard of that happening sometimes so it can also make less sense true potentially potentially when you start fucking around with tenses and you're talking about a language that is five thousand years old and literally died and they like brought it back to life Mm -hmm. which i mean i'm you know, mad respect for that, whoever you are. But yeah, I don't think that I don't think fucking around in it more is going to mm-hmm. make it better. <laughs> Every 10th word, we're just going to insert the word tentacles. And we're yes, going to see what happens. Exactly. Adding the letter H to the end of every name and the letter X to the beginning of all of the names of God. Eventually, I'm it's, sure it's you would make a sentence that mode. would be great. You would make something. Make, yeah, yes. That you would have a lot of chaos in between. So, so in the beginning, so I don't know, like it's, I don't know, it's hard to even know how to tackle this. I feel like maybe we need, we need a couple episodes, probably not in a row, but just like, because there's just a lot to tackle here. I think maybe today we're going to focus just on the differences Mm because it's like, I mean, even like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, like that's it in English, it's rendered singular, but it's not necessarily singular in hebrew Mm, you mm -hmm. know like it's but it could be but it couldn't be so it's like in it in the beginning the gods you know began to create like that's that's a there's just there's a lot there's a lot going on here 
It's yeah, but I mean, this is kind of I mean, that part of it is kind of fun, mm-hmm. right? It's like the it's like the it's like the craft room of the gods and they're just like fucking around and going, OK, mm-hmm. that's a furry animal. Why don't we put a bill on it and make it lay eggs? Because we that's normal. It seems fun. I will say that, like, yeah, I, I have I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I will say since we're this is a little bit slash a lot to to try to like bite off and chew all at once so genesis 1 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth pause genesis 1 2 now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the uh, the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters so this is where the old earth creationism comes in is right mm-hmm. here you just like shove a couple billion years in between verse one and verse mm-hmm. two yeah and then ta-da the earth is actually four billion years old god just it's like magic God just had a little hiccup god has shit to do Mm -hmm. clearly he's not here so he's got to be doing something he's just out there spreading his seed doing what gods do no don't yeah well i'm like that's not wrong yeah i mean this is basically like the (laughs) begin the opening credits to prometheus right yes formless and empty that was the other thing that i was gonna say Uh uh-huh you know prometheus as a film, it's terribly edited. I'm just going to say it just doesn't cut together mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But it's still an experience I enjoy having. Yeah, yeah, same, same, same. So, and it's yeah. like a lot of it is like the first <laughs> I've said this before. My friend Mark is like, one of the best films ever made is the first 30 minutes of Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking cutoff, yeah. man. But it's true, right? It's 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 true. But I think that yeah, because I think especially for people like us who are raised with this, like God created the heavens and the like, it's really cool to see it like put on film in that mm-hmm. way, right? It's a I think it's a cool experience. Maybe more so for people who studied like either the Bible or like other kind of ancient texts. But yeah, that's where that's where the whole that's where the Earth got old because God. Again, it has ADHD. Mm-hmm. I think this is, we've established mm-hmm. this is canon. Lots of neurodivergencies here. Yes. So, and then God said, let there be light. First things first, man. And then there was light. From where? Yeah, where this light is emanating from, I don't know. Clearly from, from God, God is what I was from told. From God. So God is saying of God, mm-hmm. be a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, be a light yes. bulb. I can't see what I am doing. And, you know, God called the light day and the darkness night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. I'm sorry. You need a lot more than light and dark for there to be evening and morning. Like, I'm mm, just like, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, you need a lot mm-hmm. more. But uh, okay, then. <laughs> like, again, like, <laughs> see, again, as poetry, when you dig into the original language and even like, I've, you know, as, you know, as pronounced as best we can kind of guess how these things were pronounced it it's poetry it's rhythm it's you know cadence Mm -hmm. it's like this is something that would be passed on and shared in you know in settings where maybe language wasn't written or most people couldn't read you know like right but when it's just like here this is on the paper and you have to believe it's literal it really loses a lot of that so and yeah when once it becomes like an historical document very different vibe yeah and like if we want to get into the whole i mean this is just kind of a side trail but like 
understanding this as like a creation narrative amongst other creation narratives, it mm-hmm. helps people understand like if I am an Israelite, uh, this is the kind of God we have. This is the kind of universe mm-hmm. I believe in. You know, like mm-hmm. next door to us, we have people who believe that the universe was created when I think it was Tiamat got ripped to pieces. And, mm. you know, and then down the road here, down the Nile, they have another creation narrative that's very different. This is our creation narrative. This is how we like to think the universe works. And so when you see it as like one amongst competing narratives, it's like, okay, this is interesting. We can compare and contrast when it's like, nope, this is the right one. All the others are demons. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know. It's the wrong spells. Yeah, the wrong spells. Yeah, these are the right spells. You know, and then God said, let there be a vault between the waters to celebrate water from water. Clear yeah. as day, if you ask me. It's a good thing they had the light first. Otherwise, I would have no idea what the fuck mm-hmm. he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I feel like this is like, basically, let's make the dome from the Truman Show. That's what makes uh-huh. sense to me. Let yeah. us make the Truman Show. And God made the vault that separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. And God called the vault sky. And there was evening and there's morning the second day. I mean, and again, like we can chuckle at this, but like this is cutting edge cosmology in 5000 BC. Right. 10,000 BC right. or whatever. Like this, this is, you know, this is science, right? you know, yeah. 8,000 years ago. As close. Yeah. As close as they were going to get for sure. So because clearly there's a dome that water falls from. Well, I mean. If you have ever, if you've ever been like, if you've ever been on the coast or somewhere very, very dark and flat at mm-hmm. night, you can tell there's a dome. It's just incredibly obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's just, yeah, that it's funny. And then, you know, all of the little, all the little, all the little lights are just holes that got poked into the dome for some reason. Mm-hmm. Not sure I, why. I mean, depends on who you are who you're talking to. Sometimes it's hummingbirds that did it. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever. I feel like woodpeckers are more more about putting holes in things than hummingbirds. Fair. But Fair. hummingbirds are much cuter. Yeah. Or it's the inside of, you know, Ymir's skull. I can go with that. I can I can get I don't know why it's got so many holes in it, but I'm gonna let phrenology handle that question. Yeah. I'm just gonna accept Ymir it. Ymir was a very soft headed giant. <laughs> Uh, very holy headed giant so yeah and then it's like we've got sky and water that's all yeah yeah so it's like well it's just water from water we're just separating water from water now we're not we're not there's no dry land yet because then now we've got the third day oh no you got to pile up all the water to get to the dry land remember yeah for sure so you got to pile up all the dirt now we're here you know god's you know dry ground was land gathered the water you know it called you know it was making seas and land and then you know and then bonus creation we're making dry ground so we may as well make vegetation all the trees and mm. you know so vegetation comes before the sun okay this is important you don't jesus is a light bulb you don't mm-hmm. need the sun plants bearing seed according to their kinds you know and and again like if we want to look at this again as cosmology you know, trees produce trees according to their kind. Like, in my mind, that's quite reassuring. As, you know, right. like if I plant weed seeds, <laughs> yes. I get weed seeds. Like, there's a consistency to this world we're in. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's reassuring as opposed to like crazy chaos monsters 
Like, and you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. It's reassuring. I like that. Okay. So then, you know, okay. Now God's like, you know, it's almost like all of these are like God creating thing is, and then getting tired of them. Like, like God creates light and then he creates water. And it's like, fuck, I need a place to stand. Okay. Let's, let's make dry ground. I need yeah. a place. I don't want to yeah. hover anymore. And then, and then God's like, I'm tired of being the light. Okay. So let's just make some lights. So make the lights in the vault of the sky to separate day from night to serve da 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 da. Cause you know, and again, this is in the middle. If we're going to talk about like a chiastic structure, you know, which is where uh, I don't know if chiasm was as big in Hebrew, but it's just, you know, like this important thing we're going to shove in the middle and kind of bookend mm. it on the other side. So like, this is an important thing, you know, the thing that marks the day and the night, which is the little rhythm we've had going here is actually made on the fourth day, which is, you know, the moon, the sun, the stars, all of it. That's the fourth thing. And then it's like this water and these plants need things to eat them. So we're going to make birds and we're going to make fish because that makes sense. Like I made dry ground. Birds and fish? So I'm going to make things that don't live on that. Fly and things that... Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess in fairness, he probably could only do so much. But I hear you on the like getting bored with shit. It's like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. That, however, I think does not if you look at if you're talking about a god who created the entire universe, doesn't quite hold up. It seems like maybe he's he gets a little obsessive about some things. Mm-hmm. And forgets about other things like his kids. Yeah, like I'm going to make stars and galaxies, like all of them. For fucking ever. On the fourth day. And then I'm going to be like, ooh, I'm going to zero in on birds. <laughs> this is like my Wikipedia history. Like, <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. Zero in on fish and birds. God's reverse. He's doing a reverse Wikipedia mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, fish and birds. And then he was like, and fuck. Got that? Got that? Not Adam. He's busy. Mm-hmm. Got to do with each other. So. Fill the seas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I wish that I wish that it would have been. I wish it would have been translated. Subdue the seas. I wish he'd told the fish to subdue the mm-hmm. seas. <laughs> subdue the seas and have dominion over them because they do they don't want us there they they really do well and we can't we can't fuck with that shit yeah no way you get plopped in the middle of the ocean yeah well you're dead guess that's it (laughs) so i think by default they rule the sea i think so we're at best unwelcome guests Uh uh-huh so well then god's like well let's make land and it's going to let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. Oh, that's interesting. I never caught that yeah. before. So, Because he's talking about animals. Mm-hmm. He's saying let the land produce animals. Yep. Uh, livestock, creatures that move along the ground, wild animals, each according to its kind. You know, God made wild animals, livestock, and creatures. You know, so like livestock is built in. You know, domestic cows are part of this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> From day one. Day one. Uh-huh. Uh, God saw that it was good. And then, you know, then there's like a little sub little sub tweet here where he's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's make mankind in our own image. That, that'll be great. Who let's make you, these animals. Who are you talking to? Let's give these animals sentience. Great. 
best idea you've ever yeah. had. So they may rule over sure. the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky. So they're going to be the ones that rule over this. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, we don't rule over birds. Like, Mm-mm. that's not, I, again, like the translation issues here, I sometimes, like, if we're going to do, if we're going to take this literally, like verbatim, literally, like, you got to be a little more careful with your word choices, you guys. Yes. At best, we rule over the livestock. <laughs> yes. That's it. But that's sort of inherent in the meaning of the word livestock. Mm. We don't rule. <laughs> it's not. The wild animals. We do not rule over the wild animals. We are destroying their habitat, though, so maybe we do. We can know. fuck with wild animals, but we can't True. like rule them. You're not going to ride mm-hmm. a zebra. Mm-hmm. You're not going to no. But try, because I will watch that. On yeah, YouTube. they will bite you. That's <laughs> why so they have human teeth. <laughs> they do. They're so. Like that's the most terrible thing about zebras. Like watching them smile. It's like oh. Oh god, yeah. Like, you stole those chompers from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it was not another zebra. It's like, oh fuck, God's like, I I, I forgot to give him teeth. Uh Oops. here we go. Here's some dentures. Uh, yeah. Close enough. Like zebra, George Washington. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Go. Same. So yeah, and then you know, God said make make mankind in our image, our likeness, maybe that they move, rule over the fish, sea, birds, livestock, all wild animals, over all creatures. You know, and then this and then, though, and then you know, in the image of God, He created them, male and female. He created them, so all this is done in this span of this one day. And He says, you know, yes, basically, I'm giving you the world and be fruitful. You know, multiply. It's yours. I love this. So He created like He created like the the we humans are like the the livestock for God essentially Mm -hmm. yeah we're the domesticated ones for god ish Mm -hmm. kind of sort of i don't know this is really interesting because it never occurred to me that this was plural like that it was it wasn't talking about like god created one dude Mm -hmm. it's like no it says god created mankind yeah which is not not one guy like adam is not mankind yeah it's 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 a the species is created you know right crazy yeah and I, I, I think again god got a little too big for his britches god thought that he could subdue us wrong also thought we could subdue fish also mm-hmm. wrong <laughs> i don't know like i think that i think that maybe god just bit off more than he could chew for sure here <laughs> yeah which is like he's like i gotta call it day six okay we gotta be we gotta be done now mm-hmm so it's like a collective kind of singular, like all all of mankind, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. As a species, yeah, our species. So so the, and you know, and if that was it, you know, and actually the chapter ends with you know it was very good, and there was evening and there was morning on the sixth day, and then you know chapter two kicks in. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed, uh, and on the seventh day God finished the work He had been doing, and He rested. The cutoff is in the wrong spot. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say it. Whoever did this chapter two starting mm-hmm. right here. Wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all. Just an editorial note that yeah. it sucks. So, but, and here's where, again, the, like, uh, the suggestions that there's any harmony begin to fall apart mm-hmm. because 
you know, right. Answers in Genesis will say like, oh, well, if you translate it a little bit differently and I, you know, and they might even have a textual argument for translating some verb tenses differently, but it's still like, mm-hmm. you know, it says, you know, it's very clear chapter two, verse one, which is part of the first story still, thus the heavens and the earth were complete. Like this is how it was done. So then we mm-hmm. get chapter two, verse four. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the heavens, you know, the earth and the heavens. You know, now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth. No plant had yet sprung up for the Lord had not sent rain on the earth and there was no one to work the ground. So, I mean, this is it's still very different, like even the implication that you're yeah. going to work the ground. But streams right, came up right. from the earth and watered the surface, you know. Then the Lord formed a man. It's very, very intentionally singular here. A man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. Which, you know, again, the argument's like, well, you know, this is just a zeroed in account of the sixth day. Like, okay, but like all of that Genesis chapter one talks about God speaking. God spoke and it was. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, well, God's mm-hmm. like making them out of clay in the ground. Like it's, just, it's, this is a very, and it's a, this is a very, very earthy account. You know, it's talking about working the ground mm-hmm. and it's a very like zeroed in approach, which makes sense if it's from a different source or a different study story right. or told from an incredibly different perspective. But to say like, oh, these, these yeah. totally make sense. It's like, it's, it's very clear. Like there are no shrubs, there are no plants. Yet there's this man here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, there weren't any plants because there was no one to plant them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, if you have no plants starting with zero, you're going to get real, real far. But yeah, like God's over here creating all of the plants and seed bearing plants and trees and all the fruit bearing trees and all the da 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 their various kinds. I hate the word kinds now because of fucking answers in Genesis mm-hmm. or the Ark Encounter more specifically. I can't stand that word. It's like, well, there wasn't one of every single kind, different kind of thing. It was like well, each of their kinds. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, whatever. You still, you still didn't have room, but you know, cool. Still didn't have room on the boat. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, there's like a lot. It's yeah, it's very, very. It is zoomed in, but it's not the same story. Yeah, it's not a zoomed in version of the same story. Well, I, I guess yeah, it's kind of like the difference between like it, it's almost more like a different genre of film. Like there are some films right. that are yeah. like very like vast and sweeping, and they kind of hand wave a lot of details. And then there are some films that mm-hmm. are like this two hour film is going to take place over the span of a day. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's very Mm -hmm. dialed in, you know, very detail oriented. So it's like very different, two different script writers, two different stories, superficially similar. And so then now the Lord planted a garden in the East. So like we get plants after this and then put, put the man again, very singular. He had formed, you know, uh, Lord made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye, good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's a lot that could go there. But just again, we were always taught it was one tree, uh, but it's it's two trees. It's, it's two trees. Like there are, there are two trees here. <laughs> just pointing that out. Yeah, there was a good one and a mm-hmm. bad one. 
that's just science. Yeah. And so, you know, rivers flowed and then there, there again, there are people that, you know, have tried to find this place. I'm not going to go with the, the Pishon and the Euphrates and this, that, and the other. I don't care. Verse 15. You know, and the Lord took the man and put him in the garden even to work it and take care of it. And the Lord commanded the man, you're free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat. And again, this is a contradiction because just a chapter mm-hmm. earlier, it's very clear that like you get everything. Right. Every tree that yeah. has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. That's chapter one. Everything is yours. All the, you know, and then we get to chapter two. It's like everything is yours, but this one tree or really two trees. Why well, this was one tree. And if you eat it, you'll certainly die, which didn't happen. They died spiritually. I don't know what that means precisely, yeah. but this is what I've been told by the experts is that they were spiritually dead, which I guess means they were dead in Christ. Is that the term that Paul uses? Yeah. You know, we, we've got to, because again, you have to make this true. You can't make it metaphorical. You have mm-hmm. to make it true. So like, oh, they mm-hmm. did actually die. Just not really. And then so the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. Which, if you knew that, anyway. Why uh, did you choice? I will make a suitable helper for him. You know, and this is where God's like, you know, I got a great idea. This is like a big Elon Musk moment. Like, oh, I've got this great idea that we have to do right now. Now, God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock and birds of the sky and all the wild animals. Like, okay. So again, the whole premise that this takes place as a zoomed in account of the sixth day. I'm sorry. I don't, if you, I can't name all the animals in a day. Like mm. I can't do that, but it was just their kinds. Justin. Okay. Their kinds. It wasn't all the so animals. It was, it was each of their kinds. dog cat. And that encompasses all cats. You know, <laughs> even so like, like this is this is a lot. This is a lot to fit into a day. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because like God already made the animals that day, then made man, and then oh shit! I said I made shrubs and I didn't shrubs. <laughs> um, <laughs> two trees. Two is good, right? Yeah, two is funny. Uh, all it's the all trees, but but <laughs> you can eat all the trees, but two of them. Why? Right, I don't know. Um, <laughs> something bad will happen. I'll think of it later. <laughs> We'll edit it in post. So, anyway, so he does this. And then, but for Adam, no super suitable helper was found. Well, no shit. But mm, name all the animals. That's how you find a helper, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I was dating, I didn't just go around naming women. Like, Adam, come here. I got a job for you. But it, it also sets up the whole like, God just fucks with us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it does set up that whole yeah. premise of, like, you know, God knows this isn't going to work, but God needs to, like, get us to know that it doesn't work. I don't know. Anyway. So, <laughs> so he brought them to the man to see what he would name. Okay. So the no pseudo helper was found. So the Lord, you know, and so the Lord caused him to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs. Which honestly, the the Hebrew here is not that specific. It's just took a part of the man's side, <laughs> uh, just scooped just it out. Scooped. It's like this is plenty. You don't need these internal organs. 
You, nope. Nope. It's you have fine. four kidneys. You only need two. Oh my gosh. The other day I was I was I there was a there was a, a pup in the succulent plant that at my partner's mm. house. I don't know if it was his or if it was someone else's, but I was like, I'm taking this. And so they were all gone hiking. They went backpacking. So I'm like, oh, no one is here. I'm going to take I'm going to take this baby plant out of this pot. And so my my oldest is like hanging out with me and I'm just like in the kitchen kind of like, okay, just checking this plant out. Going to see what's going on. My oldest is like, I'm about to watch you commit surgery. <laughs> I was like, that's what God is doing here is he's committing surgery. It's like there was no consent. He was just like, and chloroform? Yeah. Bye. Good night. See you tomorrow. <laughs> like, yep. Oh, you're going to fall asleep and I'm just going to take part of your side. Night, night. And then he closed up the place with flesh. I, I, okay. Um, what? Where did you get the flesh? Like, this is concerning. <laughs> it's because God just has reams of flesh. <laughs> just he's got bolts yeah, of it. Just, just laying around. Oh, yeah, get a little flesh. <laughs> Cover that up. Oh my gosh. And thus the invention so of So Adam, the wait, Adam looked like he didn't have a belly button. I know that's always the joke, but like he actually I think which I think he did, but he actually looked like he had a bite taken out mm-hmm. of him, which is way funnier. Than not having a belly button. Yeah. And the Lord made a woman from the rib. Yeah. Okay. And then he had taken out a man. He, you know, he had taken, and then he brought her to the man. And the man said, It's like, she needs a name. Yeah. And this is again why I can't believe that this all took place in one day because, you know, like his naming takes a bit. He's like, This is now bone mm-hmm. of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. Great. D- doesn't make any mm. sense. But it's like, if, if you did then, that little ditty every time you named an animal, it would take you forever. You have to write, you have to write a haiku. It can't just be a mm-hmm. name. Like this whole, it's a process. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Personally, I feel like verse 24 was just like shoehorned yes. in here after the fact. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and there are no mothers and fathers yet. Mm-hmm in the story so i don't understand why it's like and that is why is it because that's not what happened Mm -hmm. yeah he didn't leave a father or a mother he pretty i'm pretty sure he stayed put and they started out as one flesh like it literally just says god scooped out some flesh Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they started that way Mm -hmm. and then the whole like become one flesh part like i don't know it's, it, you know, I mean, it, there's just a lot of theology to unpack there that is unnecessary. But here we go. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. And, and, and so can you, I guess. I don't know. That was that was like, I don't know why, but that was like so exciting. Yeah. In sermons growing up. I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's. Maybe it was just weird. Maybe it was just weird for me because I was like, yeah, but like, it's not shame isn't necessary. Like, that's 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 optional. Doesn't have to doesn't have to come with. Mm-hmm. But and then, you know, there were these Whoa. like, you know, like hippie, like 
crazy movements in the Middle Ages that were like, you know what? We ought to just be naked. I mean, if it were anywhere but Europe in the Middle Ages, I'm inclined to agree. And it's like, you know what? Maybe we could just not feel shame and be naked. I mean, it's possible people do Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, in that sense, I think that the shame piece is kind of a choice. I'm not. That's not how shame works. I understand that. But like someone at some point decided to make shame a thing that like goes along with being naked because it's not like the only way anyone feels. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yep. And, you know, my kids, when they were born, they didn't care. No. And they barely care no, now. You got you got, you got to teach them that shit. Otherwise, they will just start running around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like. Yep. It's true. I, so we had our air condition went out during a heat wave recently. And so I was sleeping basically just me, I'm you know, because I was hot. And my son comes in my room and I get I don't know where on folks like let's just not get crazy. But he like he comes in my room. He's like two years old and he's he crawls in bed and he like lays his head on my chest. And then he like looks up at me. He's like, Dad, what happened to your body? <laughs> That's what he asked. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. I was like, excuse me. I was like, oh, you're not used to cuddling up to me when I'm shirtless. Like, okay. Uh huh. What happened to you? Yeah, it's just really That's like, amazing. It's like the funniest way. You're like, what what happened? <laughs> your body used to be made of a poly cotton yes. blend. Where did that yeah, go? Where'd your where'd your cotton blend fur go? <laughs> Kinda miss it right now. So kids are wild. So I, I mean I don't know. Kids it's are just, wild. It's just so much to say and not enough time to say it about it's just these these I I, I don't even if you harmonized all the verb tenses, the mm-hmm. substance of this story is just not the same as the first one. Yes. Yeah. It's fundamentally different. Mm-hmm. And, and there's just not a way to, you know, make that. And even like the name for God is different. You know, you have like Elohim is, is the predominant one in the first one. And then you have like, you know, if you look in your Bibles, you'll see like the all caps L O R D. You know, like mm-hmm. that's a that's a different name for God altogether. That it was the same guy. Yeah. We just had lots of names. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I wouldn't hate having a bunch of names. No, just go by whatever I feel yeah. like. I'm I'd be into that actually. Sure. But it is a little confusing when you're talking about God. This is okay. So I have a question. You might not have an mm-hmm. answer. Totally fine. But do they, is there any idea of like when each of these stories was written and like when they got smoshed together? Yes, but I'm not going to do it justice off the top of my head other than just. No, yeah. totally. It was just it was just like curiosity of like, oh, no, they were written at the exact same. Moses sat down and was like, today is the day I'm writing Genesis. Yeah, I mean, it's, Genesis it's just understood that they were compiled from different sources and, and stitched to right. together like. I shouldn't say I was going to say stitched together poorly, but it's really only poorly by our standards of accuracy. Right. You know, I don't, when you're trying to make it a literal. mm -hmm. Yeah. But there, there's, there's, you see a lot of the seams 
Um, and and there is some mm-hmm. debate as to the date of when it was all compiled. I mean, some are very like you mm. know post exilic, which is like after David, after all this stuff. You know, this is all composed in the exile. You know, as as the Israelites are trying to create uh, some kind of identity for themselves. And mm-hmm. there's you know the, you can kind of debate back and forth, but the the I think the the burden of proof really falls on the folks that says this is all one source written by Moses at one time versus no, mm-hmm. this is, you know, about four sources we think that mm. have were compiled together at some point that some point can be debated, but that's the, the documentary hypothesis or J E D B A J E D P. Um, I don't remember all, all those words stand for, uh, but just, yeah, it's just a lot there that I think is, is valuable to understand. And, and, and again, like if I was still very much into being a Christian, that doesn't diminish my faith. Right. That it really doesn't. It makes, I have to be honest, and I don't know if I've, t- I've talked about this, but to me, it makes the Bible a lot more interesting when you're not reading it as like a flat, like text of just like historical documentation of things that happened thousands of years ago to people that, you know, mm-hmm. one day became Jewish people slash the state of Israel slash, you know, it's a lot more, there's so much more there to kind of wrestle with, to kind of sit with. If you're not just like, yep, just black and white words on paper. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. You know, if you're willing to actually be curious and like not not look at the whole thing mm-hmm. as like just a this boring sort of recitation of the history of humanity from the perspective of you know one one religion of thousands that that developed over the years it's just it's way more interesting you know and I feel this way about almost everything. I haven't found anything leaving Christianity. I have not found anything that has become less interesting to me when I use a lens other than like the Bible is the inerrant word of God that was dictated to human people, like verbatim, word for mm-hmm. word, you know, like going on going on hikes i use this example all the time but like going on hikes the difference between like oh this is so gorgeous like it's so cool that god created this mm-hmm. you know <laughs> versus like going on a hike and being like holy shit a a glacier created this like millions of years ago that's that's why this exists that's why all these rocks are like on their fucking sides they got blasted out from like the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. you know, 75,000 years ago or whatever. And they're still just sitting here to me. It's just, it's way more interesting to view the world without using the like Bible God lens. of just making everything kind of just like this black and white boring mm-hmm. recitation of here's the things that happen. Because again, it's like that it's weird too because they don't they don't treat it like that like i said at least in, in my experience it was very much treated like a spell book <laughs> right it's just if you say the if you say the magic words like god will heal you god will bless you god will do whatever it is that it you know you feel like you need god will tell you what you're supposed to do with your life i don't know i i much prefer to use like a post 
ex-evangelical lens to view mm-hmm. it. Because then it's like, oh, you can actually learn stuff. Yeah, for sure. When you have to wrestle with it. When you just, or when you don't even have to wrestle with it. When you just like sit with it. It's like Genesis 1 as as poetry is stunning. Genesis 1 is like a document of history. It's just like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Great. Good job, God. You made the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my take anyway. As a professional, as an ex-professional Christian. Yeah. Yeah. I find that that life is more interesting and and more profound even when I'm able to sit in curiosity and and even just mystery. Like Mm -hmm. we might not Mm -hmm. know why something is. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. Not being okay with not knowing is another Mm -hmm. one that we didn't we didn't really get. Not at all. But I get it now, and it's great. And mm-hmm. I get to give it to my kids, which is great. Definitely. All right. Well, I think we did it. Hopefully, it was a sufficiently, hopefully not too drunk. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Trying to make these, again, trying to make these two stories the same fucking story will make you feel drunk. Mm-hmm. You do not have to drink alcohol. Nope. It is not required. Not required. It will drive you bonkers. <laughs> and make you break your brain it will it will this this explains ken ham his it's just he's broken Mm -hmm. he's broken broken little guy thanks everybody for listening um if you like this share or give us a good review and join our patreon if you're able to patreon.com slash go home bible follow us on all the places and yeah we'll see you next week Corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that. Here at the Speaking in Church podcast we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church. It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.